Thanks for listening to the Stimulate Run podcast. If you like what you hear, remember to subscribe, leave a rating and a review. If you would like to get in touch or have questions for the panel, please make contact by email or slide into the DMs on any of the social channels. Here's your host, Erwin, with panel members Wayne, Sandy, Jackie and Darren. First one of the year, guys. We are, pardon the pun, off and running. And who knows, we might only have eight of these left. Might. And we will know in maybe, what is it, seven months' time now, if we do the maths quickly. Jacks will always laugh that our running maths isn't very good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we have been going since uh, 2020. Can you believe we're actually sitting here now, all those months later? Um, But hopefully we, uh, we have an end game. Hopefully, I say again. But as usual, we have the full crowd. We have Darren Sandy on the Gold Coast. Yeah, hi, hi guys. Wayne in Brisbane. And Jackie well, hey. and myself uh, on the equator, which is Perth, boiling up at the moment. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> welcome, crew. Um, yeah, we've got a – should be a fun year ahead, I think. And we'll probably get some excitement along the way and, you know, we'll go through the peaks and troughs together. And um, I think there's certainly some light at the end of the tunnel um, coming, which is good. Um, yeah. Welcome. I was having a bit of a laugh earlier today because I noticed that our comrades decided that their slogan was our slogan, which became their slogan, which makes sense. <laughs> so, but we're, we're happy to borrow and share. Um, yes. You know, we're all one big family here. We did, we did joke about sending an invoice, but um, <laughs> not a proper. So we've got a bit to cover. We'll go through in this episode what everybody's been up to since December, because that's when we last actually got together. So don't go searching through your downloads. We haven't done an episode in January. This will be the first one. So everybody will go around and share what they've been doing. Darren's been training the house down, had a bit of a hit out on the weekend. Uh, Jackie, you were also training the house down and I think you've got a bit of a hit out coming up. So uh, Wayne is incognito as usual, so he can give us an update. (laughs) Sandy's secretly just ticking things over. So everybody's got a bit of a story to share. And then we want to touch on what the real inspiration to do this is for everybody, which surprisingly we haven't spoken about in, well, over 37 episodes. So that'd be a nice way to finish. So where should we go first? Let's go to Sandy. Let's start with her, hey? Oh, okay. Hi, everyone. Well, first of all, um, I suppose then it's Happy New Year and Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, <laughs> I said, so we must be a real sad bunch if we're busy recording an episode on Valentine's yeah. Day. Anyway, I suppose at the end of the day, running is our love. So here we are, guys. I hope you enjoy it. Um, oh, yeah. Well, the, the year... Has you know, I, we, one of the things that obviously through the festive season, our last episode was in December, so beginning of December, we had just finished the on competition and I'd done quite a lot of running. Um, and then I just kind of kept up the training throughout the festive season, um, but not the kind of distances that I would normally do if Comrades was in June. So just sort of more small stuff and, and, and ticking over. So, like, normally at, by the end of December, I would like to have just run a nice, comfortable 25 to 30K um, by the end of December before Comrades training, like, kicks off on, in, yeah. in January. 
Um, but anyway, I guess that now only really has to happen sort of by the middle of March. So it's just kind of redoing all the, the calculations. So, yeah, just ticking over um, in December, I did some um, Mavitone training, which was quite interesting with Natasha. So just just testing it out with her because obviously her heart rate was really high on Christmas Park Run. And then she wanted to, felt like she need, was going to throw up at the end of it. And I said to her, no, that's ridiculous. You've got to... You've got to get your base built with with your heart rate down. And so we read up some stuff on it. And, yeah, that was really interesting. So I, I, I learned quite a lot out of that um, that whole, you know, that sort of training period. I know you guys have spoken about it before, but I haven't really ever looked into it. So it was a very interesting one for anybody looking to get some good base training done. Um, anyway, so then training was going along fine until, bang, the new year arrived and I, well, COVID hit. I tested positive for COVID in, in the, well, I, I got COVID in the first week of January. So I tested, two, I had two rat tests and they were negative, but I mean, I knew that something was wrong. And then I went and had a proper test at the clinic and, and two is <laughs> true as anything there came back a positive test and I, I must say it was like I was really I suppose I was quite shocked I knew it but I was shocked at the same time um so how was this going to affect my running I'd been really trying to avoid it um anyway it happened then soon after I got over COVID I lost my beautiful old girl Charlie she was a 13 year old lab and She's just my whole heart, my best friend, my everything, actually. So that was just, it just smashed me like to the ground for a bit. And talking about being smashed to the ground, then I took a big fall while doing a, a speed session. Oh, and I no. my head. So my foot went sliding out on a slimy bit of mud. And the next thing I knew, I had fallen on my head. I haven't even got grazes on my hands or, or anything. I just took it straight to the head. So it, it was just just a shocking start to the year. And, yeah, so unfortunately, the, the training, I mean, for two weeks when I had COVID, well, I mean, I wasn't, I, I wasn't terribly sick, but I certainly wasn't running. Um, and, and then, I, you know, getting back from it, it's, it, it was it was it's been a bit of, it's been a bit of a rough road I can say eventually for the first time in this last week I can feel that I'm I'm kind of starting to to breathe again that I can starting to use my lungs because um, you know that that was that was really a, a, a big problem at the time is that my lungs were still not fully back to normal and, and my heart and head were still battling with all the sadness and anyway I'm healing one run at a time and I've just got to keep going forward guys that's that's what we you know we always I always say everything we do in life we compare to comrades and how far along in that 90 kilometers you are and how tough it's getting and how much you got to hold on to get to that end and you know it's it's that's where comrades is just the most amazing journey because even in life's battles and troubles, we, we just learn so much from comrades, like how to get through things. So, yeah, so let's just say that January has been awful and a really bad start to the year, but we just pushed like start on February 1 again. <laughs> and let's just see. My only problem, of course, is New Zealand announced that they're not opening to us to travel till the 1st of July, which sort of wipes out my 
Hawke's Bay Marathon. So I'm still hanging on hope that, that, that she may change her mind and let us come in a bit sooner. So I haven't written it off yet, totally like at, at this stage. But if, if, if we have to, well, then we'll just need to change and maybe do Noosa Marathon and, and you know, just change change it change it up as we go along so anyway in all of this trouble that I've had in the last month it does remind me of how beautiful our running community is you know I've had so much love and support that I've received through all of this and you know so I really thank all of you from the bottom of my heart for your kindness and kind words and flowers and everything most amazing people just you you know everybody's comments on Strava and you know so so sometimes we when you know, we we knew, we always knew, especially now with on episode 38, that you know, something somewhere was going to go wrong at, at some point in somebody's life on the on the um, on the podcast. And yeah, so I had my turn, and it's it's been a bit of a rough one, but um, I'm healing. And uh, February has been a good start. I'm back to running, and I did a couple of nice hill runs this week, and done some speed sessions, and definitely feeling much better. So um, yeah, I look forward to being able to tell you that I had a good February in the next episode (laughs) but that's it yeah um I suppose there'd be a lot of our international listeners that are sitting here thinking they were you a year and a half ago you know which is just amazing that everybody's in such a different position and I know that somebody commented on one of the release on social media saying oh it's amazing to listen to the back catalogue of you guys realizing the change in situation um, and I think for Jackie and I, it's even further down the track because we haven't yes. opened borders yet. So, right. you know, yep. we we are only really getting a first look at things. Um, yeah. And yeah. you guys and even people overseas have had this whole experience already. So Yeah, yeah, you're quite right, yeah. Urban. It's, even my sister, um, who's in South Africa, reminded me of that the other day when I just said to her, I, I can't believe I'm... I'm such a happy person, but I've actually felt some extreme lows. And she said, her life, just when I feel like mine's falling apart, well, now, as things have been happening, she says her, she feels eventually like hers is coming together again. And it's just this delay between what they've been experiencing um, in South Africa and everywhere else in the world and where we eventually have got to now. So you're quite right. Yeah. And it's amazing to see races happen, you know, like even your club runs are happening again yes. in different yes. locations. And you, you kind of, yeah. that's where I think, you know, we're getting a true hope that something's going to happen because this time last year that wasn't happening. So yeah. you could really see that there was no light of an event at the end of the tunnel. Whereas, yes. and I know Oceans is, well, probably going to go ahead um, yes it looks but, like it just yeah, with a higher so, higher entry fee i believe quite a, yeah. quite a bit higher <laughs> so i think <laughs> so we've kind of got to hope that all of those boxes get ticked and yeah. all those events go really well but no yeah mm. i'm sorry to hear about your um bumpy festive season but yes all, the yeah. decks are cleared now so you that's right yeah and you know fortunately and, yeah. we have running so, yeah. I mean, what the, the best therapy anybody could ever wish for, um, you know. So, thank thank heavens we do have that. Just an interesting thing, um, Irvin, on Two Oceans, I read an email today. No club tents allowed. Sorry. At, at this, yeah. Yeah, so, so the same thing gonna, happened with um, interesting the Cape to Town watch. Marathon. You 
and I'm sure I'll get corrected if I'm wrong here, but from memory, there was no um, supporters at the start or finish area. Um, and that once you finish, you cleared out. So um, I would dare say that's how events are going to happen is that there's not going to be a start and finish area. So you might even get bus to a location. Um, so you might have to meet somewhere, get on, do your COVID principles, jump on a bus, go to a start. And especially mm -hmm. the finish, there wouldn't be able to be 50,000 people sitting waiting for 50,000 to finish, mm -hmm. let's say. like. Um, and I understand mm -hmm. that, but um, you look, it takes the gloss away, but yeah. is 80% of the gloss better than nothing? Uh, Damn right. Say, yeah. And it becomes normal, <laughs> right? Like we, yeah. we adapt yeah. because we will some people would, would know nothing different. That's all they know. So, yeah. um, so I would say that, uh, yeah, I would happen to guess that uh, all events will start looking at what has been successful. Like look at London. London did the same. Um, I don't know how you can stop people supporting from their driveways, but yeah. uh, that's going to be yeah, something that gets taken into consideration. Wayne, I think, has got plans to be over there in a couple of months, which we'll probably talk uh, about. So I would cool. say that they um, – the next few races will just be tests, right, to see how yes. things can happen. We're definitely um, heading in the right direction, so that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Uh, all right, well, we'll and go then. Up. Up. Yes, Wayne? Sorry. No, no you go. And then continue on now. after, Wayne. Up. Oh, she's just wanting to, yeah, see how, because I've spoken to a few other people who've had COVID and, and, yeah. and what it's like after having it. How, has I, what's your um, general well-being like and obviously what's your cardio system like post-COVID? Look, in the, the, it, it's taken me a good month to recover fully. So I didn't get that sick. Um, so obviously I was triple-vaxxed. And mm -hmm. when I got it, so I, I fortunately, I, I mean, I, I continue, I work from home in any case, so I continue yeah. to work, uh, but I, I didn't have any energy to even think of trying to run. So when, oh. and then when I did go back, um, the, so that was basically two weeks from the time that, that I, uh, that I had actually had my first symptoms. I mm -hmm. just, I could, my heart rate was through the roof. So I would run two kilometers and it was like I had just done a hundred meter sprint. Yeah. So I was like, wow, I'm going to have to really wow. be careful. Yeah. Um, so I was watching it quite closely. I'd never watched my heart rate that closely ever. Um, <laughs> and I just, I, it, the problem was is that as soon as it, as soon as it went up, I would start that sort of wheezing chest, that, that breathing, like almost like panic breathing. But it just happened, yeah, it just happened really. So, but for me, it really got me straight in my chest straight away. Um, I still have, I think you can still hear, I thought we should have had that episode in January. Oh, you would have heard how deep and sexy <laughs> my voice was, Wayne. <laughs> but, but unfortunately, it, it's, it's still slightly there, but it, mm -hmm. it's just about cleared. But it's really, it's taken a month from the first symptoms to now when okay. I'm actually running that I can mm -hmm. actually go go deeper for air again, whereas I couldn't when I first started back again. I would just breathe shallow breathing, 
um, the whole time I was running. So that was probably the hardest part. And then just feeling a bit lethargic, you know, not having as much energy. Just, but we always just, just used wise. to just, yeah, we used to just call ourselves the COVID kids at the back of the class. So whenever we were doing a training session, you always found the COVID kids at the back. <laughs> 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 no, and the main thing was we were there and we were just starting to get back into it, but there was no like you couldn't push yourself. It it actually the body just never really allowed for it. But I would uh-uh. say a month down the track, um, I can I'm actually starting to feel like like I can actually breathe again when I'm running. Yeah, it's not great. No, I've heard a few different people's you know reactions to it, and yeah, a lot, yeah. you know, different people have different reactions. But yes. it's great to see you. Yeah, you back up and running. Yeah, back up and running. That's the most important part. We've got comrades running to do this year. <laughs> and, and I tell you what, comrades it's, it's coming quickly. It's coming quickly too. It is. So, yeah. I mean, can you imagine my panic if if comrades was still at the beginning of June? I mean, I would have missed the whole of the first month of comrades training, really. You know, January would have been wow. gone. I would have been yeah. in a panic. Anyway, but at this stage, I'm all right. So got an extra two and a half months so it worked out well no. for me yeah nice. but I'm, I'm good thanks Wayne it, it took a took a little bit of time but but I'm back up as you say back nice. up and running um, nice no great to see you up and running um <clears throat> what yep is there more question for Santa oh continue on Wayne oh I it's just so just listening to Sandy and listening to the whole um for me who stays up stay off social media and lots of different things not not for anything else but i i don't like to i don't like all the cloudiness i yes. just like to i'm very driven um i love to stick to a goal and kick to it um again sitting here i've got six months to comrades and <clears throat> leading up to it i think coming in towards christmas um my program is going exceptionally well uh i basically um, everything was basically subject to my my adopted state and Mr. McGowan letting me back in. <laughs> <laughs> and we had all, basically the whole plan was, because um, initially I'd, I'd been training, well and truly training for ADU 100. Um, <clears throat> that obviously couldn't proceed. And then um, we reshuffled things quite quite a bit um, because borders were due to open <clears throat> to the rest of us uh, on just a, just a week ago on um, February 5th. And uh, he did a backflip and it didn't happen. <laughs> so, mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so obviously he did a backflip. So, so yeah, work-wise, sort of everything got reshuffled again. Um, but the upside to it, I got to run a lot more, which is awesome, awesome, awesome. So um, I got to concentrate on, I just, you know, uh, it's, it's great the way the setup I've got up with work and um, <clears throat> sort of because I got a lot of time and all, all that sort of thing, um, owing, I just said, yep, I'm going to concentrate on, on the running. Um, just to bring you guys all into the picture, it's been, the focus again is six months time, comrades, um, but there'll be lots of different things leading up to it. We've shuffled... Uh, my little schedule shuffled a fair bit because of things that are happening. 
Um, it's interesting listening to Sandy, and I know a few guys I trained with who all picked up COVID. And I have basically, the truth, truth to to everyone is, I've kept myself in a bubble because I don't want to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another thing, another thing, Sandy, and another thing to all you guys. Oh, if I tell you, uh, I'm I'm probably like a rat when it comes to the rat test because. Uh, I've got boxes, not boxes of them, I've got lots of them. And I, <laughs> and I basically, um, anytime often. I feel anything, I test, I test. Um, yeah, mm. we, we sourced a few rat tests and, and basically, yeah, I'm just looking after myself in that sense. Um, leading That's up to good. Christmas, um, training spring brain, really awesome. I was listening to Sandy, Sandy, you make me laugh. She says she's now trying She's, she's doing math training, uh, Owen, and she's basically <laughs> doing um, aerobic building. Tra- Sandy, that's what, that's what we've all been doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, look, it, it's just basically succession to that and, and further development. And, again, without blowing my horn, it, it's, it, it works. You, you know, if you, you continue to build and continue to stay patient, um, development definitely comes. Um, yeah, and leading up to it, again, like I said, I was supposed to do ADU, couldn't get to WA. Um, I'd always said, I even said in the last um, um, chat we had, I said, I'm going to do the, um, just uh, just as a training run, I'll go and do Hobart, the one Sandy did last year. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I went there, I slipped in the car again, Sandy, because it was a last minute thing. <laughs> So, so I couldn't I couldn't find accommodation close to the start, and I said, "Bug it, um, I'm just gonna go and hire a car, sleep in a car." Um, I went down myself. Um, there, there were you know there, there were a few guys who were out there racing. Lots of guys went out real hard. Um, I stuck to my plan. Basically, everything was um, for me. It was a solid tempo. I kept it um, stayed because I know the course. I know it's backloaded. It's looped and it's quite hilly. So I just stayed patient and I watched um, guys in front fade because they went out too hard, <clears throat> all of them. And as a result, I had a, had a good, feel good run. So that was a good uh, tick the box, real, real solid tick in the box. Um, my recovery was phenomenal. Well, Wayne, um, you came first. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. No, all the guys, the guys yeah, faded. <laughs> no. Well, it's only only because the guys faded. The guys faded. They all faded. <laughs> they went well, out way too hard. <laughs> they went out way too hard. And, uh, and I, even I was chatting with a couple of the other guys saying, what are they doing? They're going so hard. And, you know, unless they were planning on running – 220 marathons, um, it wasn't going to happen. And that's because yeah, it's a exactly, tough finish. It's a oh, tough very finish. tough. Very you know, tough. So and, yes, yes. and that's where I, I obviously that second half, I felt so good. It was awesome, awesome run, awesome training. And just to see where I was at. So, again, on the back of my build up towards the 100K, which I didn't do, um, <clears throat> I've just felt so good. Got the, out the next day and did another 20K comfortably, feeling solid. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so I've got some exciting news, and I'll let you in. <laughs> Not many people know. But um, actually, this week, I'm, I'm leaving. Uh, I'm actually on my way. Um, I'm, I'm off to South Africa uh, this oh, week. Wow. Yes, but I've got a few amazing things that happened along the way. Um, I'll be running with a few people we know um, this coming weekend. So I've 
I've got a free entry into a race and it'll just be a sort of a threshold run in Dubai this week. So um, I'm running on the weekend in Dubai, but uh, I'm running a half marathon, but not definitely not racing, Sandy. I'm just going and, and having a solid. <laughs> <laughs> I never believe you anymore, Wayne. <laughs> no, 100%. So I, that's why I'm looking after myself. Um, I'm basically leave this week. Um, I'll be in Dubai for the weekend. And then come Monday, I'll be in South Africa. I join a team there, and we're going to be doing a, just a couple of days training camp um, up in, in Joburg. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. But I'm going through the protocols and, and lots of different things to make sure that, um, uh, you know, I tick all the boxes. And in just short of three weeks, uh, I'll be doing the uh, NetBank 50K. So I'll be doing that down in Port Elizabeth. And I'm super excited because um, I've had a lot of carrots dangled at me uh, from Nick Bester and a few of the others. Um, so with that being said, um, the challenge is on, and I'll be racing that, Sandy, hundred <laughs> <Nah>. percent. <laughs> so I'm going to have a real go, and I'm I'm so I'm so excited about that because um, I love I've always mentioned it. I, I love to have rabbits, so I like I like to have people to chase, and because you got. And definitely, I believe I believe the guys up front um, with the field that was announced this week. I'm sure you guys have had wind. Um, they're gonna the world record will be broken. I've no doubt. Again, um, in a few weeks' time, absolutely. So just to have that whole field to chase, um, I just can't wait because uh, it's something that we don't get. You don't get to do often. So I'm so excited for the next two weeks or so. Um, and, and can't wait, absolutely can't wait. And the good thing is when I come back, I don't have to quarantine, I don't have to, no, no. Uh, so it's, it's really exciting, the, the whole setup. Um, yeah, so I can't wait in terms of the training. The, everything's building nicely, uh, looking after myself. I haven't started all the, um, I'm basically just, just continued building. Uh, in April, come April, Owen, I've actually changed my plans. <laughs> um, uh, simply because uh, the Australian 100K Championships have been announced in Sydney. Um, and I've put my hand up for that. So because I've trained for the 100, I'll be doing that. Um, again, it's purely just to, um, to to see. I've never done 100, so um, I, I, I need to see where I'm at. Um, and we've got a few things in, in place to sort of, uh, yeah, have a go at that. So the next the next 6 to 8 to 12 weeks, are super exciting. Um, I'm super excited. Um, I, I know we, we said a lot about leading into the new year, but I always believed, um, very optimistically, I wrote it down. And one of my goals was, and one of my, it was my vision, but also a goal. I said, 2022, uh, on a personal level, I believe it's going to be a special year for me. Uh, without sounding selfish, I uh, just, I just, I've, I've, I've claimed that year has been, I said, no, nah, this is going to be a special year. So um, I'm so looking forward to it. I actually miss talking to you guys on the podcast uh, and I miss, uh, you know, miss uh, just the chat. And I, I was so looking forward to, I actually forgot, I thought we were talking last week, um, but I was so looking forward to the whole thing and I had to check the, check the group to make sure. And I went, oh, it's, it's next week. So I'm, I'm so excited. And then again, it's, you know, about looking after yourself. And the other thing I want to say is that, that, you know, all the guys on the panel, it's been so nice because I've been watching, like, Owen race in the weekend in, in Bustleton. Uh, I watched Jackie do uh, the trail event. 
a couple of weeks ago, which he won. Um, you know, to see Darren, I actually bumped into Darren. Oh, I was Darren. I bumped into him around here. Um, I was looking for a coffee, and Darren was running along the coast. And we had. A, I just stopped in briefly just to say hello and wish him happy New Year. Um, so yeah, it, it was really nice just to see. Um, you know, everyone still ticking all the boxes, and I'm still glad to see that all of you guys are still being comrades. Because mm-hmm. the exciting thing at this stage is, I said we had a. A few of my friends said, I want to see how many of your your fellow um, talk show <laughs> drop out. But to, to everyone's credit, everyone is still there. So it's super exciting. And, um, you know, we're all on this journey together. Uh, we've got the world's best novice. And we obviously mm-hmm. got, I mean, I don't think you could get a guy who's going to be more prepared. But essentially, um, on this journey for the next six months, I'm excited for all of us. Um, and just to see um, where we all sort of where we all go, because you got to admit this has been a crazy long journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, <laughs> uh, and forgive me for saying that I'm like a kid in a candy store. I can't wait. Like I said, uh, I've been getting and and since since we started this podcast, I've been in touch with a lot of the people. Some of the a lot of the people we spoke to. Uh, and they've been very encouraging to me, and I've I've actually made you know become developed friendships with a few of them, which has been so good. And the encouragement has been, and, and they know who they are, so I, and I know they listen. So I just want to say thank you to them for their support. And thank you to each one of you, um, you know, my fellow members on the, on the panel, you know, just, just for your support and, and your commitment to, to what we're doing. Remember, we, it doesn't matter what, we're all on the same road together. We've all got a journey. Mm-hmm. We all have a story. Uh, and we're definitely, um, it's exciting. I can't wait. And I'm not even thinking, I'm not thinking anything else, but this race is happening. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so really excited and, and, and can't wait, um, you know, to get the wheels in motion. So, yeah, that's, that's me. <clears throat> um, a couple of questions I had, like the not getting COVID part. Well, like, you know, I look there and go, oh, I'm doing the math seven weeks till I race. And I, you can't really start putting things in your head of, oh, what happens if this and that. But, yep. you know, you've got two kids that are pretty active. So they're coming and going. Yep. You know, we know <laughs> that kids just are walking germs. Um, yep. <laughs> how do you create that bubble? Like, you know, it's, and again, there'll be people listening to this going, we were a year, year and a half ago. But this is the first yep. time we're really in this space. Like, what? Give us an yeah. idea of what your day looks like, Wayne. Like, are you leaving the house or is it very no. hard to go run, so, come home? So let's just put it this way. For one, we do a lot of rat tests over here. <laughs> no, but so with, your kids with, aren't allowed back in the house. <laughs> no, look, the, the good thing is they all just went back to school. Uh, they've been back just this is their second week. Um, they've actually come in because at the school, there's been a few of the kids who've, who've contracted COVID. So... Look, it's something that obviously, um, as much as I can do everything I can. Lost line. Sounds like a train. Yeah, we'll come back to him. I think uh, think we lost him there. I can't actually. He's going to have to unmute himself as well. Uh, Jax, do you want to kick off? And we were getting pretty good then. Wayne was on a. (laughs) 
Yeah, I was just keen to hear this. <laughs> yeah, well, well, hopefully he gets to come back. But Wayne, if you're there, unmute yourself and jump off or you get back into the conversation. Jax, we're with you. The train took him out. Um, oh, he's there. Oh, Wayne, are you there? <laughs> yes, you're good. All right. Oh, what happened? You lost me. Well, we had you at the height of the story. Just, just oh, push Jackie aside. Sorry, where was I? Uh, so you just said that the boys do a rat test to get back in the house every day. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm lying. I'm lying. It's not that bad. No. All, all it is basically, without sounding like a, like I'm a hermit or anything, I, I keep to myself. Um, I obviously, my wife picks him up and drops him off. Um, I train. I've got just the one training partner. We train together frequently. And he's the same. He's sort of, you know, he's got a few big events coming up. So, uh, yeah, I, I avoid large, large gatherings. And <clears throat> like I say, I just, I just basically, not, 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 not isolate, but I, I know how to just uh, basically just, just stay away and avoid the big crowd. I still love a coffee, Sandy. So, I, so I'm always, <laughs> I'm very, very, um, I've become very, very, well, I'm strategic in the way I go about it, but I make sure I get my coffee. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, just for me, the main thing is just avoiding large groups, avoiding crowds. Um, mm. Even the whole protocol, even the whole protocol for where we, in terms of where we, you know, the travel, I had no idea how involved it is in going overseas, you know. There's a lot of stuff involved. So, mm. yeah, that's, I'm just trying to tick all the boxes. Wayne, can can we need to get together because um, I'm in the same boat, by the way. Yeah, I'm also, that? I'm also, I got invited to the 50k. Oh, nice, Jackie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll hopefully see you there. I'm just trying to figure out G2G passes and things like that, and if we're going to get stuck. So, um, yeah, let's hook oh. up because. Oh. Can you get back? Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's WA after all, like compared to, you know, the other states, it's a little bit more difficult. So we just shut okay. the gates. Okay. Yeah. Cause that was, it's just, just been a pain in the backside trying to get back, you know? Yeah, I know. So yeah, some, so we can put our heads together because I haven't, I don't actually know anyone who's been over recently and what the difficulties are. And um, so, yeah, it'll be good to. Oh, okay. No, no, there's a few, I know a few people who travel a bit, so. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll touch base with you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, good. And Wayne, last one before we move to Jack's. How, like, not showing your cards here. So you're mm -hmm. going to be going to this event and the same people are going to be lining up, well, thereabouts in August again. Um, yep. You're going to go training. How much are you sitting there going, mm, how much do I really want to unveil <laughs> here? Like. Well, Owen, this is why for me, this for me, this is like the ultimate test. Not when I say ultimate test, because I'm I'm gonna have the privilege of meeting all, you know, and running with all these guys who are top end uh, comrades, runners, specialists. You know, um, I'm gonna for one, Owen, without sounding like a, you know, uh, I'm basically gonna try and milk them for all I can in terms of their knowledge, but also, um, it, you know, obviously. For me, that the ultimate test will be to see if and how I hang with them. You know, I, I'm obviously I know exactly I've got a goal. Um, I know exactly what I aim to achieve, and I'll stick to that. Uh, that will be discipline. But I also know 
a lot of the guys who are there, and I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm communicating with a few of them, and um, we've got all got very similar goals. Um, so, yeah, let's just put it this way: if uh, if it all goes to plan, um, and and I'm I'm quietly confident because my training is showing that. Um, I did my last uh, session uh, last week, my last real big session, and I and I, I, I hit it. You know, I, I nailed the session. And when I say I nailed the session, uh, normally mm -hmm. I struggle towards the end of the session, but I absolutely hit the nail on the head. So it, it gives me so much confidence. So to your point again, Owen, um, just to mix with these guys and obviously see what the outcome is is going to be like will act as a catalyst going towards August. It'll give me just the confidence I need to say, hang on, you you can have a go with these boys, you know. So that's that's where I'm going, and that's that's again um, just just for me. This is like a litmus test, just to see um, if, if I can hold it at the business end, um, and that's why I want to have a real crack because normally in Australia, a lot of 50k and 60k events, you don't have many people to run. Um, <laughs> No, that's the truth. Without that's sounding, true. Yeah. Yes. So, so to have an opportunity to have some of the best in the world, you know, I mean, we got we got guys that are going to be running there that are so many that are sub two ten marathons. Yeah. Um, but also a lot of guys who are sort of more or less past their prime, but also running amazing times. And of course, they've opened this year to the uh, to all age categories. That's the big carrot that's been dangled, you know. Um, you know, if 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 all goes to plan. Yeah, a few exciting things could happen. So yeah, Owen, again to your point, um, I just can't wait. And and not not for anything else, Owen, without sounding like I'm uh, saying that I'm obviously uh, or, or for me it's a test to see. Hang on, if all this is going, it's been going to plan. Um, now you can mix it with them and see how you go. Don't be yeah. afraid. You know, I'm not going to be afraid to 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 mix it with them. And that's why I say what I like about these guys are, and and Jackie, you'll see it. These yeah. guys are so down to earth, though, and they are such. They are like it's like if you could, you'd kiss them, you know. They just they're just so nice, you know, just so <laughs> easy going, and and they're so giving um, of themselves, of their knowledge. So yeah, real okay. exciting, and that's why I can't wait for comrades. <laughs> You're getting yeah. excited now, yeah. And, and the field is like we were watching that launch, and we messaged a couple of times, and. Um, yeah, and you're gonna have to race smart because if you don't, you're gonna blow up. Because uh, absolutely, but, yeah, and it's on TV uh, as well. <laughs> absolutely, you have to be smart about it because if you're not, it, it, you'll be. It'll chew you up and spit you out too. Because yeah. you know, yeah. you got to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. Know your plan. Stick to your plan. Mm -hmm. Very cool. exciting. Mm. All right, Jax. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so remember. The, I think the last podcast I was going to wing six inch. I hadn't done much marathon training because I hadn't downgraded to the half. And then they had this whole countdown and I felt obliged to like, to like prove that I could run an ultra. So um, yeah, I, I managed to win it. I, I think because I didn't get lost, um, I thought I was in second <laughs> the whole way. <laughs> and surprisingly, like, uh, I get lost in Karen up shopping center. So I've lost my car at least twice, you know, so how I made it through this maze of trail without being lost um, is beyond me. And even when I finished, when I crossed the line, I thought I was second and they said, you want it? And I, 
I was actually too tired to cry, but like inside I was like crying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that was really, that was cool. And um, Sarah and I drove down and my air con had broken. And like, I think we both started the race dehydrated because of me and my car. But um, yeah, I just met some really lovely people that day. And I just want to thank David Kennedy for an amazing race. And um, just recently I paced Michael Hooker to um he was completing the 200 mile delirious race and i i ran 60k with him and um when i slept in my car for the first time <laughs> so i thought of you <laughs> i did i pulled a muscle in my glute i don't nice. know if i was driving down for four hours and then sleeping in my car but i woke up i was okay and then as i walked around i was like oh, oh. <laughs> left glutes not good so I was massaging I had this massage gun on my bum before and poor Michael is having a nap and he's like almost 200 k's in and I'm like I can't let this guy down and yeah but so I put, I'm massaging my bum and um, I had my little <laughs> my spider stick I was running in front I didn't need to use it all day uh, we had the most amazing scenery these beautiful trees and beautiful volunteers it was just an absolute adventure um, but as night time fell, I had to use the spider stick. And I must say, we saw three snakes and about five. Are they like orbs? Spider? What are those spiders? They're huge freaking things. I'm more scared of spiders than I am of snakes. Like, I'm, <laughs> so I've learned how to cut a web and to put it onto like a bush. Um, is it the orb spider? Anyway, they're like freaking huge. Oh, the huntsman. Oh, no, no, not the huntsman. They're like or- orb, orbs, but oh. Golden orb? Yes. They, they're freaking, they're, they're massive. Like their body. Anyway. <laughs> Strong webs. <laughs> Luck, luckily, I'm sure, and I ran under a few, but poor Michael's taller than me. So um, I didn't realize that pacing meant you run in front and you the snake whisperer and the, and the spider clearer, spider whip clearer. <laughs> anyway, it was an absolute adventure. And um, I definitely, it's on my bucket list. So that um, that's, yeah, that's kept me out of mischief. Uh, I was supposed to run an 8K race uh, on New Year's Eve, which I didn't do. And um, I ha- haven't entered any races. I've just been really training well. Uh, everything's been going awesome. Um, I had a session which I gave me a lot of confidence. It's undulating Ks, which always keeps me awake the night before where you run um, it's a 10k pace and then your recovery is your marathon or 50k pace and then you go back to 10k so you don't recover and it's for about 10ks and I nailed it even around Lake Monga there's um, there's a little section we call um, the Bermuda Triangle because you have to run a little bit faster like it loses you for about like five seconds so you've got to you know, when I look at when I look at the session, it was just spot on. So I, I was more surprised than anybody because that morning we had so much wind um, that I ran around once, and then the second time I was running around Lake Manga, there was a tree that had fallen. It was you know, so and then I had to still get over the tree, but I'd nailed it. So I thought I'm really like I'm on fire. This is really good. Um, so um, when I got an invitation from Nick. Um, he's um, officially NetBank now. He said it's official. <laughs> so um, I got an invitation to the 50K and I was going to send my resume and then I got 
voucher to say, no, nah, you are in, you don't, you know, you're special VRP, platinum. And I got really excited. So I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to sort out all the, um, <laughs> the G2G passes and, and what they would mean to me. Um, what there's a, um, quite a bit of organizing. I've got leave from work. So, um, but unfortunately we also moving house at the same time. So um, personally, it doesn't really fit in, but it's something that I really want to do and I really need to see my parents. So, um, yeah, I think my, my program this week is the last big week before I start tapering. So I'm still, um, it's on like Donkey Kong. Um, I'm in touch with Nick, just trying to figure out the, the final details. And um, yeah, and, and then the next one will hopefully be comrades, but I'm still in two months about 100K Berlin. Um, like I'm like one day, like I'm bipolar, like one day I'm like comrades and then the next day I'm, oh, anyway. So, but for, you know, I need to concentrate on one race at a time. So um, yeah, it'll be so good if I can get there because the backup race is Bunbury, which isn't as glam. <laughs> but I love Bunbury and it's the big anniversary. But um, to race against the the athletes that are going to be, like Wayne says, it's a different level. It's invite only, elite. It's the only ultra to be um, endorsed by World Athletics. It's televised. It's They broke the, the world record, male and female, last year. It's just like out of this world. I'll be one of the slowest, <laughs> so I just don't want to come last, but um, I just, it'll be such an amazing opportunity to race against the base. And um, we know that South Africa and Africa have got, you know, some of the best ultra runners yeah. in the world. Um, and that's, who knows who's going to, who's going to be representing internationally, but it's just to combine that with the family trip, um, I, I just really feel like I need that because um, I'm going through a few personal things at the moment and um, it would be nice to just touch base and go home. Um, mm -hmm. And other than that, um, yeah, just putting in hour by hour, play by play, just putting in the efforts. Um, I've been doing a lot of training by myself um, because it's been a little bit more specialised. It hasn't been a social, um, but especially with my... Um, running partner Speedy, so you know she's just an amazing athlete. She's just up for anything. So luckily, um, you know she's just happy to come on any long runs if there's intervals or um, long tempo. She's there, so um, it's just been good to share the journey with someone um, and just and um, to just remove the noise as well. You know any noise. I've just been in my own little bubble to be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, good to remove the noise and just uh, internalize, especially when you're, you're training hard and, you know, it's quick, easy to compare and see what others are doing and you start to lose focus, don't you? Yes. Yeah. And we've had some amazing runs in the hills um, with just like two to four of us. And um, yeah, it's been an incredible journey. It's um, I've missed, of, of course, I've missed you know, the socialization of Tina and, and the group runs, but um, it's enabled me to focus into, I think when you run by yourself, you also get a sense of how you really doing, where if you're always running with people, you can't really feel. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think, I think I'm, I'm really fit. Like if I could bottle this feeling, 
I, I, like I, I would because I feel really fit and ready. It's just to sort out the finer details, the travel, the logistics, and um, yeah, the move during this time. But um, yes, I'll I'll chat to Wei. <laughs> He's got more experience with this travel thing than I do. <laughs> no, no problem. We'll catch up. And um, I'm also excited to represent Hammer. Um, so um, yeah, I, I love Hammer. I love Perpetuum. So yeah, I'm super excited to to represent. And um, yeah, there's nothing much else going on really. <laughs> Just work, train, eat, run. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Darren. Yeah. I, I don't think Jackie will be the la the slowest. <laughs> Just to <laughs> throw that in there. Thank you. Enjoy we'll we'll play some beats. You said it's televised. That'd be good for us to see televised yeah it, it'll be live streamed it was last year i watched it uh, it's just amazing because I, I was watching Kada. yvette broke the the female world record and um she was she represented netbank and was trained by nick as well they both were yeah good so, um it's a lap event too so it's pretty good um yeah and i went to university in pe so that was before i started running so it'd be good to actually go back as an athlete because all I remember as a varsity student with bars, to be honest. So. <laughs> cool. What have you been doing, Darren? Oh, what have I been doing? Oh, I, well, I finished last year with um, one. We had one race left on. Um, they call it Resolution Run on the thirty-first New Year's Eve, and it's a late afternoon, five o'clock start. I think it was or something. And about a week before, I think I said to Tina, oh, how about I, um, I think I might do that. And she said, oh, well, why not? Just, you know, go, go out with a bang. And because um, I did, I looked at the last year's results and I thought, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. I reckon I can, um, I can crack that. And so I turned up and I, I put my alpha flies on which was mistake number one. And um, when we, we got going, the, the race goes around a golf course and I hadn't, hadn't ran it before. And after the first kilometre, it turned onto the grass and the alpha flies are not the right shoe for grass. Oh. So, but but I, I was pretty impressed with myself. I, was, I looked at my watch and it was sitting on 310 and it's like, holy shit. And, uh, and um, I could hear the guys behind me back a little bit. But as I was coming up to about 1K and I hit the grass, these two local legends, that they just coasted past me. There were three, three guys, but the two of them leaving, they just coasted past me like nothing. And, <laughs> and I thought, I've got a lot to learn. That just the way they, um, the way they was running, it was just like so smooth and not to um, say anything bad, but the, the third guy, he was there, but he was hanging on already. And, and they were just so in control, these two guys, which was, I was quite impressed. And, and I, I sort of, I started feeling it pretty soon. So obviously I went out way too hard, but um, <laughs> it was still good. I, I, I scored um, 
fifth on the day, so I was super happy with that. And um, being 20 years older than most of them, so that that was good. Um, and um, didn't hang around, trying to avoid COVID like everybody else. And and um, we'd actually were going out to dinner with a couple of people, and I was under orders to be home by a certain time. So mm -hmm. I um, yeah. So as soon as I, I grabbed grabbed the medal, jumped in the car, off we went. Um, so we went out for New Year's dinner with people, and um, the next day, um, my wife and I did New Year's Day park run. So that was finished the year with a bang and started off with a run, and it was bucketing rain. It was <laughs> probably the wet wettest day we'd had for a long time, and um, that even everybody was standing under the shelter before the race starts, and I think, well. You think about it well you're going to be running in that in a minute what's the difference but um we were jumping over puddles and you know the the pathway was just flooded but yeah. it was a good box to tick that you know you didn't even let the rain stop you for the new year's day run awesome um uh, after that i um you know you you do your just having your holiday break and you're mucking around on facebook and whatnot and I put all my Strava thing for the year and I said, you know, 2020, bring it on. And I don't know, just, just by sort of putting it in print, it's, it, it helps encourage you to actually, you know, make it happen. And um, I think Tina might've read that too when she wrote my program, cause it's been a pretty full on program um, for the first part of the year. Um, I I sort of jumped into it a bit full on and um, pushed a bit hard for the first probably th two to three weeks. And I was starting to feel a bit low about myself and, um, you know, because, you know, I wasn't sort of gaining each week. I, I'd sort of peaked and dropped back a bit in the way I felt. And um, so I was, I was thinking, well, I think one day I even posted, you know, 10 weeks to taper, you know, just as a bit of a joke because it's so far away. And um, then um, just, uh, I think it was, it was the fifth, what's that, um, a week and a half ago, we, I had to get up extra early to get my run in before we went to Brisbane. And it was a real turning point day because I was feeling like, holy crap, I've got too much to do. I can't achieve all these things. And I just, I didn't get to go to where I normally run. I had, had to run from home so I could be back early enough to go. And I just, I give it all and I came home and I, oh, I've got trophies and local legends and all sorts awesome. of things. And I was like, oh, so turned me, you know, just really cheered me up and, made me realize that you know hey everything's going great and and um so the next day i went out for my long run and and um I, it was it was funny you guys were talking about that we can't add up when we're running and <laughs> i was um heading south on my long run and i usually run from home on the sunday morning i had i was heading south and i would have my turn point and as i'm calculating my turn point by where I'm 
at a certain stage. And I don't know what happened, but I ended up um, doing about an extra four Ks and 20-odd minutes. <laughs> so I, before my turn point, this young guy joined me and, and we were chatting about the park run and stuff. And But I'd, I'm sure that didn't corrupt me. I, I definitely had my turn point in my mind where I was going to turn. And Anyway, so uh, after I turned, my wife called me and because I listen to music, I can talk on the phone as well. And and, and she said, you know, I'm, I'm there. Where are you? And I said, oh, well, I'm, I'm about 25 minutes away. So, so it was a big day and um, ended up doing 38 Ks. But, but I felt pretty good after that. So I, I was sort of um, – gave me a plan for the next week, which was yesterday, that I – I was just going to do the same thing and push it a little bit, bit harder and um, go a little bit longer. And so yesterday, yesterday I cracked a, a marathon. And um, but the last few k's sort of took it out of me a little bit, and um, probably because I didn't want to, I didn't want to just slow up. I wanted to keep that same pace. I didn't want to just um, yeah. ruin my average or for the sake of the last few Ks. But, yeah, it did, did knock me around a little bit. And, um, mm-hmm. But, but I, I, was, I was pretty happy because I can, I can read into that about what I want to achieve and how I felt with that. And it's, there was no tapering. It was on the end of a 150K week that – you know, I know, I know, I'm going to be ready when it when the time comes. Touch wood. As long as I keep following my program, doing everything I'm supposed to do, and don't get that dreaded COVID, which yeah, which is you guys were talking about. And, it was, and every every week goes by when you avoid it. I then think, holy shit! Now if I do get it, I've got no time to recover. Yeah. Or, or that time to recover is getting less and less. So. It's like almost like, oh, maybe I should have got it when Sandy got it. Then <laughs> I could be over it and into training. That um, touch wood, I can get through to April without catching it. Uh, I'm the only one who goes in the coffee shop with a mask now, which is getting a bit, little bit weird. But um, yeah, I'm just going to keep that up. You know, so um, I've had a few. Niggles along the way, as um, Jackie calls them. Um, <laughs> I, I, I got one black toe, and oh, like, oh that's not right. Okay. You know? Then, then the next one went out with it, oh. and then I must have been, and it took me a, a week or so to work this out. And um, my Pilates instructor helped me as we were, because every time we have, I have Pilates. We say, well, what? How are you feeling? Where's your, where's your injuries or whatever? And so we discuss things. And I've been favouring those toes, so then my inner shin was giving me a lot of trouble, and then that's progressed up to my knee. Oh. And as soon as we worked out that's what was doing it, then I could stop favouring my toes, and mm-hmm. the toes just learned to harden up a bit. <laughs> and and. The, the knees knees come good and and the shins nearly gone, so um yeah 
just learning all the time. <laughs> but um, and keeping up the Pilates, um, sometimes it's really good, and sometimes it's a real struggle. Um, I'm doing uh, in the last month. Uh, Tina introduced double run days, and the, you know it's a bit daunting at first, and and um, now I just I love the double run day. So then now I've got two double run days a week. So well, I, I haven't I haven't done that yet. That's this week, but. Um, We'll see how much I love it when we when I've got two of them. It might not be the same story, but um, yeah. So mm -hmm. I went out just before we went on air here, and it was bucketing rain. It was I, I, I just couldn't do anything about it. I, I wasn't going to not go. So I just get out there and run in the rain. So, yeah. But anyway, what's in, the, but, what's in the plan for you, Darren? What's what what do you got upcoming? I I, I just want to be about seventy five percent of Wayne speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, my my big target is Canberra, and I really can't see it not happening, which is good because it's sort of um a bit frustrating when you keep building things and they don't work out, but yeah. um. You know, you know, I don't know if you guys know that Canberra last year was 50. Well, Wayne would know that. <laughs> and um, yep. But they, they cut the 50 this year, which was a little bit disappointing, but it, it gives me another opportunity to achieve a goal with the, with the marathon. So hopefully they stay, keep the track out of the wind and off the hill. I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> where the track goes. But um, yeah, with Canberra's weather, it, it'll just be—it's just got to be fantastic, to, you know, in that nice fresh air. Touch wood, it's not windy, and it certainly won't be, won't be hot. <laughs> so yeah, that—that—that's my hundred percent goal. And after that, my big goal is comrades. Uh, I've, you know, sometimes I—I I get scared of. Going to comrades, but um, as as my training is going, it's that goes away. You know, and the more and more I, I I train, the more comfortable I'm going to be to um to be there and, and do the best I can. So um, yeah, that's a healthy position to be. Just respect it. Don't be afraid of it. Sorry, I say respecting it. It's okay yeah. to be afraid of it, but yeah, as long as you, you know, you do the work and you respect it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Darren, I, I'd be more worried about the after party with Bruce Hordas. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I, I hope so. I hope that's the biggest problem. But, um, yeah. And, you know, it, it's, I suppose it's going to another country and, you know, it's, yeah. you know, and, and the COVID's sort of, that that all adds to it, but it's it's a bit it's a big challenge. Yes, and, and you know, um, someone said to me, "Are you going to take the tour of the of the um, track beforehand?" I and, didn't. And, and we we drove Sunshine Coast um, before I did the half up there, and never again will I do that. 
It's no. so much longer in the car. I'm <laughs> just like, no, I'm not going to do that ever again. No. Just, and it's a just... process. I think when you're training for something like comrades, it's a process of little goals leading up to a big goal. And then you just got to believe in your training at the end of the day because you only really get up to 60K and then you've got to wing the next 30. And everyone's in the same boat. So, you know, but you'll be ready. That, that, that's that's what I've, I've got to get over that the mental part of it of you know yeah it's got to believe you. yeah and um, I mean a, a bit like running up a hill and sometimes you can just just look at the ground and it's flat you yeah know? but sometimes it's not <laughs> you know, so, and, um, yeah so, so oh, th- I completely that's, disagree th- sorry like, <laughs> I just <laughs> Have you got any plans to watch Comrades over the next six months? I, I um, during the Christmas break, I um, yeah. had a couple of spare days, or, or you know, just Netflixing and stuff. And and the, when I finally have choice to choose what goes on the tally, I didn't know what to select. It was, oh, I'll have a look at Comrades on YouTube. So I, I did watch a few, but they were mostly um, no no front runners really. Um, but it was still really good to see everything yeah. and people's story. And I mean, I can't believe these people carried GoPros the whole way and things like that. And <laughs> some, no, no, some I'm talking about actually watching the SABC 12 the hour coverage. comrades co- coverage. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same. Like there's a, there's a really good advert, which shows like the highs and gets you really pumped up, but I don't know if you could if you feel the same watching that. I don't know. We might think differently. No, you you get you get more detail than you watch. I'm, that's uh, I'm talking about the detail of what you're going to be going to do. Uh, like the yeah, inspiring yeah, yeah. story, great. Listen to this for two yeah. hours. But <laughs> no, no, the nuts and bolts. About the, exactly, the yeah. meat and the bones of what you need to be going to do. Oh, that's yeah. the homework. I suppose yeah, we yeah. got to see it growing up. So like. We sort of knew what we were in for when we got to do it, which is different to Darren. Like we all watched, you know, it used to be on a public holiday and there was nothing else on the TV and we were forced to watch it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you grew up in Johannesburg, like, you yeah. know, and also hills. Like I'm talking about hills, 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 how to run the hill. Like you can't turn up there the day before comrades and someone says to you, run fields hill this way when you haven't seen what it looks like you know Mm -hmm. like it it is it's one of those things that will change your race yeah like getting the 60 odd k and you've got a three kilometer downhill and you think you're going to fly down there three and a half minute a k this is the yeah i'm from one of the flattest parts in joburg from springs and bononi so i had to travel with the bononi guys to go and find hills in joburg so yeah you do need to incorporate hills you do need to know what you're in for and it's a lot That's of why, yeah, like I, I, I always just raise my eyebrows when people say they don't go and see the course because they don't want to know what they're taking on. Oh, no, but, then, but then the background is how much have you known about it already? I understand if you've known about it and you've grown up in areas, you know, same if you ran oceans. Okay, you've had a taste of what might be coming. But if, if you're coming having no idea, yeah, yeah, I'd be, that's just my personal <laughs> view is... Yeah. Yeah, There's I a devil that you want to know you're going to dance with. I don't want to scare myself even more. 
Yeah. Oh no, that's actually no, like no. opposite. It's to prevent the scare and actually make sure that you get the result that you actually should. Because Absolutely. it's not a flat 90k race and it's not even a healing 90k race. It, it is, yeah. So it's one of those things that for anyone out there that's listening, I would well and truly just actually take homage to what you're going to be coming up against. Mm. Mm. That's 100%. It's, that's actually, Darren, just like to expand on what Owen said there, I, I've, I've literally sat down, I'll probably do it every three months, I go over certain parts of the course, <laughs> uh, study it in detail, and obviously, uh, you know, try and work up, you know, see how guys have successfully navigated their way in the past through certain sections. So 100% where Owen's coming from is that you've got to do some homework. Oh, um, yeah. and, 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 and with the advent of YouTube and the, you know, then you're able to, see, you know, you can click through and see exactly what parts you need to. Um, man, it's amazing how much stuff you learn just from that. Like I, I, I study for about an hour and a half sometimes, uh, course stuff, course content. But Sandy, like, yeah. You know, sorry, Wayne, to drop, but Sandy running downhill for 3K and then Elveston running uphill for, geez, what is it, like two and a bit? You know, that's yeah, not something crazy. that you just happens, right? Like, this is stuff that you need to be exposed to. Uh, expo- well, yeah, you need to train, but also exposed to that. Just so you're running. You can't too. practice running seven, so 60Ks and then going down here like a headless chicken you can't practice that it's just no. it's just something that i um, think um from 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 my point it's going to depend darren at the end of the day if you are going there are you going to try and get a really good time and race it on your first go because you're capable i mean you, you're running extremely good times um or are you going to take bruce Fordyce's advice and actually enjoy your first comrades, and then go back to race it. That's going to be yeah. the, the difference. Because, I mean, I, my first comrades, I trained on the course all, all the whole year. And then on the morning of my first comrades, we drove up to Peter Maritzburg. I'd never – that road had never felt so long. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I've got to run the whole way back. I'm never going to make it. But I trained – the whole for five months I'd been training on that course, and I still I got I started at that driving up there. I, could, I cannot explain the fear that happened on that course driving, just driving from Durban <laughs> to Peter Marisburg that morning because I knew I had to run all the way back. So I think it's it's just that absolute unknown, and and you you pretty much figure out pretty quickly and as I think I know you well enough to know that you're going to give it a good go but you you need to plan a b and c <laughs> but like as an international athlete you are so far up like you know what this sounds very flippant but your marathon time is almost irrelevant really because 100%. you could be a you could be a sub three marathoner and you can go run a sub 10 comrades like mm-hmm. yeah. because your sub three marathon was on a dead flat course You've never run hills. You don't know how to run hills. And then you go there thinking that you're going to run this like you're running a silver and it'll absolutely kick you out the ass. Like mm. it's it's one of those things that, and also knowing how to run that pace, like your comrade's pace is not your marathon pace. Mm. And that took me a long time to understand, you know, to, 
you go for this qualifier and then the next day you have to go practice running comrades pace which is mm-hmm. completely different to marathon but like people think an easy run is hard during marathon training mate go and do comrades pace it is the hardest thing you'll possibly get yeah. your head around it's yeah, a hard it's, workout <laughs> it is like what's like i don't i don't know we are running maths is bad but what is even the pace for a silver like is that so like, yeah so and you cannot go out at four and a half and think no. you're going to bank time because four and a half will become eight and a half within 60 <laughs> like, the more time you bank the more it kicks you in the ass at the end yeah so i like at, this is just for the wider listener group here is that it is so it is so real and because we've been talking about it for two years i think this next six months is going to be real nuts and bolts of this is the like tomorrow try and go out and run your comrades pace if you're a sub 12 finisher you're probably at the moment trying to aim and run you know a five and a half hour marathon well go and now run a sub 12 comrades pace it is going to be the Mm. hardest thing you're ever going to do in your life is going to practice running that pace because yeah. it is not natural and your natural ability for the marathon says completely opposite so like these are the things that i think it's going to take six months and that goes bloody quickly right two years has gone yeah. quickly guys mm. like, <laughs> so i'll put, I, I'll put yeah. that into perspective on on mine i i'm very been pretty consistent with my comrades i've had a few good well one good and a few bad but Generally, they're all around that 10 and a half hours. And sometimes on that route, I'll look at my watch and I'm, on, I'm like 7.02, 7.02. That's my average. So that I actually think my watch is broken. So, oh, and then it goes to 7.01. And I think, okay, no, I'm okay. But you're going over such a long day, such a long – and it's almost like – and that's generally for 10 and a half hours – is round about a seven minute, just over seven minutes a K. I mean, I never run anything here. It, I, yeah. Everything I run is around six to six fifteen, hopefully quicker. But comrades is seven minutes a K. Yeah. Yeah. So to now, get a if, ten you, and a half hour. if you're trying to go run Noosa's in May, right? So mm. if you go run Noosa in May, you've only got from May, June, July, June, July, mm. to practice running at seven minutes a K. June, July, like August. Well, August. yeah, but three half of that you're tapering. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, you've actually really only got two months. Like, so it, in, it's a real You see, reality. it's very different for me and as you've experienced it, Erwin, for us. Okay, so we're not talking at Wayne and Jackie and then Darren. We're not sure where it's going to end up. Okay, <laughs> we're all watching. So, but you know, for us, it's it's very different because we we do an extreme amount of walking. So that's why. So when I run on comrades, I run. I mean, I run some of those downhills. I'll run at a five and a half minute k. But then I will do some really good walking in in that somewhere in there as well. And that's why I get my average of seven minutes a k. But so, I think it's but, easier, Sandy. The biggest blow up yeah. in comrades, if you looked at the percentage is around mm. the silver medal category. Yes. Because yeah. it is those guys and the listeners here, so don't mean to offend you, but <laughs> you go out there with your marathon in mind, right? And you probably ran anywhere between a 2.45 to a three-hour marathon, and you're going in with the same pacing vision in mind. 
yeah, and no, you get to comrades and you go, I'm not going to walk, I'm not going to walk. And then when you do walk, it's too late, way too late. And then you can't uh-huh. catch it. And you then try and bank time and then it, it absolutely capitulates and you finish in nine and a half hours. Like if you mm. actually broken down the stats and look at where people started, mm. like you would see that the biggest blow up is coming from that A and B category. Mm-hmm. But because, Crazy. but Positive. yeah, because you go Key out ways. with this thought in mind, like mm-hmm. to absolutely go hell for leather, and like you know, you've got to walk. That's the name of the yeah. game, mm-hmm. and that's why I think yeah. you're more suited to this. And there's no <laughs> surprise that's why, like, an ultra is a more an older person's game, right? Because yeah, you're more mature. You lose mm-hmm. the ego when you're running in your 20s and 30s and want to just chase the hard times and so you then stay come exactly and anything can happen in an ultra so you need that experience from other ultras to carry you through because mm. you know you can have banked every you, your training could be spot on and then on the day your nutrition which you've practiced can just bite you in the bum it's just like your body's in control you know your mind is in control but actually your body, you know, your body is, and um, I saw that with with Michael at Delirious. You know, everything was going right, everything is practiced, and then on the day, it goes. You know, it doesn't go according to plan, and it's surviving those experiences and banking that in the cookie jar. That when it doesn't go your way in comrades, you still continue. You know, you you yeah. don't give up because my legs only came back at seventy k's in my last one, and and then I I tried I tried I tried so hard to get silver and I missed it by four minutes but if the race was just a little bit longer I would have gotten it you know <laughs> like, mm. you, just, you just yeah it's it's hard and people come in they'll say you know you're they're a faster runner you know a 245 marathon and they expect to do better than you but sometimes it doesn't translate your you know to distance you might be a good marathoner but you you can't translate it into an ultra Oh, there's yeah. tons of sub three runners that have never run a silver. Yes. And it's, yeah. It, and mm. that's sometimes it's just unlucky, you know, like um, just, yeah. you don't know what happens when you get to 70 to 80 Ks. Um, yeah. It's the name of the beast, right? And that's why people keep going back. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. That I don't know if it's side. different. Yeah. I don't know if it's different for the faster. Like, I mean, I know we all have to cover the same distance, but I'm, I'm sure it must be different for Wayne and Jackie because you have that natural running ability and that talent that no, but the also rest of Sandy, us uh, don't have. <laughs> so, but Sandy, yeah. to, to that point is that, like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you categorically, and, and why I endorse what Irwin says is, I've said it openly, I've genuinely never had a good down run, <laughs> uh-huh. and I'm mm. I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to put a recipe together. Um, and the yeah. advice I've got from guys who have had good down runs, that's what I'm I'm, I'm trying to cook in the pot now. If you're working so that on I can mm. so that I can get that. And and, mm. and it's hundred percent. Um, like you know, the guys who've had so much success. I'll give you an example. At the point here, the guys who've had so much success have told me, if you can get to hillcrest in the down run, if you still can feel you've got the legs, they're still there. You're gonna have an awesome day. Now I haven't had that, so. To, to Owen's point is that, yep, maybe I, you know, in the build-up to Hillcrest, I pushed a bit too hard. You know, that, mm. that's where I'm trying to, 
trying to calculate, work out mm. with the combination of the other the stuff balance. that you put together. Yeah, it's, it's a formula that you put together. Mm. And, and that's why it's a great point that you make for Darren is because, yeah, what does Darren do in his situation? Uh, knowing what he knows now, um, does he mm. take Bruce Fordyce's advice uh, and, and have that experience and then put the experience he gains, goes to the next one and says, right, I'll smash this. Because I can guarantee you, oh, Darren knows that. I mean, if he, if he goes out too fast and too hard, uh, because he is going to feel good. He's going to feel, he, he's going to, we know what he's going to feel. But mm. the problem is when Darren yeah. gets to you, Chris, that's when we need to talk to Darren <laughs> and say, well, tell me how you feel, young man. Tell me. Because if you're feeling awesome there, it's going to be a, a life-changing day. But if you feel the total opposite, you know. It's going to be also life-changing. It is. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was also wondering, Darren, because I heard you saying you're doing 150K weeks and that sort of thing. You just got to make sure you obviously keep it all in perspective because the real training for this is basically only going to be starting come, you know, April, May, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just important to keep it in focus to get that right. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's just a fickle beast, though, like that. Do you, I know for comrades, do you drop a run to go to the gym? Do you drop a run to go for a swim instead because, you know, your end of your week is going to be bigger and, it's different to marathon training complete like it's the maths is there 42.2 versus 90 um you need to really get into that um get into a cocoon phase pretty early yeah mm. ah, just talking about all of this is so yeah. exciting isn't it uh, no, <laughs> no comrades is normally if i'm training for any other race i'll like if i've got two k's and i'm at home i just stop the run i don't care Comrades, every K counts. I'm like, oh my god, like I'll just run it up. Like it's the only race where I'm like really disciplined. <laughs> but see, that's the thing, though, Jax. Like, uh, the, you know, you could sit there and you go, that could work for some people. But for some people with the marathon, mileage is king. But for yeah. ultra, for comrades, maybe you need to lose twenty to thirty Ks. I know. And, I you know, like it's you got to do those x amount of Ks. I don't know, I'm old school. I, I always have those goals. So for silver, you need to do X amount of Ks. Mm, you know. I agree. I think because yeah. when I'm trained, it was Oh, enough. this is a whole other rabbit hole that we're not thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go this there. is an episode in itself. <laughs> yes. This is what's worked in the past for many people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you, Jackie. <laughs> I'll throw a hand grenade right theories. in the middle of it. Sorry. <laughs> It's a long day, and all I know is that you've got to run within yourself the whole day because and if I think you don't, a... mm, yeah. mm. but you never like you got to realize is that you never execute this thing, even the never. people who no, win will day. go back and say, I want to go faster because they missed yeah. the record. Like, maybe if I do you. This. Exactly. That is the beauty of the beast. Like you are never, mm. unless it really it kicks you up the backside and yeah. you either don't go back or, you know, you blow out by three hours. You, and you know what? You, comrades is a thing where you get what you deserve, right? Like, you know, one turns up there in sub 12 shape and gets a sub nine. Like, it doesn't yeah. happen that way. It's, no. you might, okay, you miss by a few minutes. That's 
unlucky because you could have made a lesser stop or that kind of thing but you learn it's a learning experience yeah. but you get what you deserve in terms of your time it comes to you like that saying that your time will come to you yeah. is well and truly proven year in year out mm-hmm. now the time's in your legs when you start you can't change it like you just yeah. got to embrace what you've been training for and believe you can do it that's all you can do in the day yeah, don't get there two weeks before and think, oh, I feel great. I'm now going to run an hour quicker. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not going to happen. So, therefore, uh, Darren, your question being, should you go and do ride the course or not? By that stage, it's going to be a few days before the race. It's probably too late. Yeah. <laughs> In any case. Darren, I wouldn't be able to get a flight back home straight away. No. My only suggestion is <laughs> the second half. Because the first half of running, you're just going to run. You're going to feel amazing. It's going to be great. But yeah. I would suggest, because that's when you're going to work. Like, you're going to work mm. in the second half of Comrades. The first half, everybody's got the joys of spring or whatever season it's going to be. <laughs> and it's a great, like, but once that sun comes up and when the sun starts to bite, that's when you, you start running Comrades. Like, you train mm. for 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's what you train for. So I would just drive up to where you think you're going to be around that time and start getting used to that space because up until mm. two or three o'clock you'll be fine but three o'clock in the afternoon other than wayne who already have feet up mm-hmm. it gets real at three o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon mm. now i agree with you that's a good that's a good plan actually yeah, is to kind of one. drive to that gillett's yeah. area you know, that hill crest from gillett's hill crest gillett's and just drive that section on yeah, the down that- run that's a good idea. Ending, like I remember, I've only done the down once, and I was just like, bloody hell! Like, how long is this highway? Like, and then you can hear the stadium, but you can't see the stadium. Oh, the, mm. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you know, the funniest part is, unless Darren's gonna, which he could, he could fly the helicopter. If he's staying in Maritzburg the night before, he's driving the course anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm ahead in the sand. Like I don't like to see the course, except for two oceans. We, um, what was his name? David? Is it David Tucker or Chris? Chris Tucker, the sports scientist. He does a really amazing. He puts a video in his car and he drives the route, but he gives you advice on the way. Sure, you know. But um, yeah, mm. I didn't. And like and like and like Bruce said. When he was on that time, he says, you can see the sea with 25 k's to go. And you think, oh, there's the sea. But you've still got 25 k's to go when you've got 65 k's underneath your belt already. <laughs> I didn't see any sea. And I, honestly, I just ran. I didn't see any of the, the historical things. I didn't see any of the plaques. Oh, Jackie. See, like, any, That's just, terrible. I know. I just, I'm just gonna, I just ran and like, I just saw hills. Like, I don't remember anything. <laughs> You definitely need highway. to go do it again. It was like highway to hell. It was just like never ending highway. All right. Saying. Let's get this train back on. We're going sub two again here. Um, yeah, so I, I'll go. I'll round it off. And um, yeah, festive period was pretty good. So I, I like Sandy. I generally shut down um, because we know that once we come back to January, it'll be game on. But again, like her, I like to know that I could run a comfortable half marathon. Um, so I pretty much stayed on program, but I had a unplanned wisdom tooth extraction early December. So that was also, it was a good way actually to shut down for the year. Um, and I, it was an indirect way of my body actually shutting me down, I think. So 
in hindsight, it was a blessing in disguise. Um, yeah, and then came back to January, uh, straight back into the swing of things. We um, always know on a program that the first four weeks is just going to be like just not enjoyable. But I always know come week five, you adapt. And it's this funny feeling that you almost do wake up in the middle of week five and go, oh, wow, like things are really starting to feel good. Your form feels good. You're not kicking the ground when you're running or so yeah week five it happened and absorbed that mileage got into a hill block which I feel like I say all the time on here but um, we just said that we'll do a four to five week hill block um, just to really get the leg turnover really fast and the aim was to really go hard on legs so Tuesday Thursday Saturday everything is over uh, hills or in undulations so like the session is a mile or like 1K uh, effort up the hill. Um, yeah, just to really get turnover. So the strength gains will come from it, but mainly about turnover stuff. So then when we do get into some flat things, we're not trying to uh, work on turnover at the same time. Um, yeah, so that was a bit of a, is a bit of a grind. Big focus on nutrition still as well. So like pre, uh, pre-Christmas that started, but... Uh, continuing getting on now into the new year, fueling correctly for the different days. And what that means, had a crack at it on Saturday for the race, which came through pretty well, added a lot more that I wouldn't normally take. So that was um, quite a good result. But um, yeah, so as Wayne kind of said, I had a hit out on Saturday. It was a test. So I went in with no tape uh, in a full week. So that was, it's always interesting. It's a bit of a, uh, team T and a special, hey Jax, when you yep. stand on the start line, and Darren, when you stand on the start line and you've done 70Ks and you're thinking, oh boy, this is going to get toasty. But um, you kind of know that the second half of your race, you're actually going to feel fresh yeah, because your legs kind of wake up and you really want to run through the field. So yeah, and I've got a one minute PB. Um yeah, okay. it was kind of good. Kind of knuckled down on marathon pace now. So I, I'm pretty sure uh, I've got it locked in. So maybe we'll uh, let see. that slip out in a few more episodes time. But yeah, I'm confident. I I won't lie that I don't feel as fit as I did for last year's marathon, if that makes sense. I don't know if it's just a subconscious thing. Um, whereas all the numbers say that I am fitter, even aerobically. Um, but the anaerobic stuff seems easier at the moment than the aerobic. And I think it's because the anaerobic has an end. So, you know, you've got to do one mile effort or a kilometer up the hill. And whereas your aerobic, you're going, oh, I got two and a half hour long run. It's just two and a half hours of slog. And you, you can't fight through that. Whereas the rep, you kind of fight through and, so hopefully that just the mentality of that changes in the coming weeks, I think. But uh, heart rate is reading that I'm fitter. So I don't know. I think it's just a bit um, all in my head at the moment. But And I think your goalposts uh, get a bit narrower the quicker you go. So, yeah, seven weeks out to marathon day. Who knows what can happen at the moment. Uh, there's a backup for a backup for a backup. So... <laughs> Um, but yeah, at this stage, we'll give it a crack in April. Um, be good just to get a time on the board because I haven't raced one since 
what, September last year. So it'll be quite a while away. But yeah, I'll just shut down. Like you said, Jack's a bit of noise. Um, kind of try and internalize for a few weeks. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Nothing exciting, pretty boring. But um, yeah, that's that's me. Always silence when I finish. But <laughs> well, well done on your race because I know what it's like to run on tired legs. And so, if you can just imagine how well you do on fresh legs, you know. So it it was a minute on tired legs. So yeah, it's good on you. Yeah, and they're not going to be ten minute jumps anymore, right? Like it's no, you, <laughs> unless you are fresher. Like if yeah. you know, if I tapered down for that. Um, I would feel that like I would have been confident going a lot quicker, and that the goal is to go a lot quicker, and that's realistic, um, based on everything else. But if you're going in heavy, then it is yeah. what it is, I suppose. So, and a minute um, still, it's a, it's a, you know, it's big. A minute is still huge, you know, because then you're chasing seconds, you know, after a while. So, you know, don't, don't, you know, I could celebrate that minute. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get a PB every time you run. <laughs> I and know, you've got one. That, so just be happy. You, yeah, no. yeah, but we're greedy. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah we yeah. are greedy. <laughs> we are. But you but eventually it's gotta it's gotta end somewhere. You you just cannot. I mean nah. you know, there's there's a limit <laughs> and Yeah. <laughs> and our calendar isn't set up to have a full block at something. You know, yes. our calendar set up where a half feels in fills in a marathon, and mm-hmm. you know you don't get the luxury of going. Okay, I'm going to do 18 weeks for a half marathon, yeah. um, mm. which would be nice. It'd be nice to go. Okay, you've got 18 weeks, um, which maybe that's what I'll do with Gold Coast. I think after mm. April, I will do Gold Coast half, which will give me two oh. and a half months to do that's Gold Coast half. Um, mm. But it would form a big weekend. So yeah. you'd end up doing a big weekend around it. So you could race that and then, but yeah, anyway, I'm still sitting on that fence, you know, for mm. August. It's, uh... did, did you respond to your letter that you got, Erwin? Uh, yeah, a day late. I replied a day late, but they took it anyway. So Did you say my intention is to be there? They didn't have a I'm sitting on the fence intention. So. <laughs> Uh, commitment creates identity. Never forget this. <laughs> I would just right love way? to. <laughs> I, w- I would love to have an A race in October in the back half of the year. Um, mm. An A marathon. Uh, yeah, it's just really nagging that I'd love to be able to do an A marathon, and then maybe we go do an uprun next year. Yeah, Sandy. You know. Mm. We'll have to do a bus then. <laughs> <laughs> Erwin, have you ever thought of do? Have you done Sydney Marathon? No, I haven't. No, that's in September. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. it's awesome. Really nice. You should you should look at that one. It's yeah, that's really special. The only thing is at the end, 
you you get closer to the opera house and you know that that's the finish line and then the the course sort of loops away and you're like yes oh. no difference <laughs> comrades what the hell <laughs> like we're going in the wrong direction now like because you're like oh getting closer to the opera house awesome and then it loops back you're like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no, no, no. And then, but all the people they you know they're all drinking early and they're like that the cafes and they all yeah. check out so it's quite festive at the end Very of it. Festive. Yeah. And good photos, such good oh, photos, yeah. such good photos. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think you should just run, comrades. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll watch. We got, we got time. Yeah, we got time. We got time. Um, all right, let's go to inspiration. All right, so we have been doing this for a very long time, talking about it. Um, and I just had the thought earlier today that we've never actually shared our inspiration. Um, you know, we've spoken about our why, which is a bit of a, uh, can be a cop-out question and, you know, you, it's thrust upon you so you don't actually get a chance to think about it. But um, it could be anything like I mentioned at the top. Uh, let's go in reverse order, hey? So... <laughs> I'll remind you all the order because I'm sure you've forgotten by now. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, well, I just the reason why because this is a bit of a like Christmas was uh, it always is very family orientated, but it was very reflective this year um, just because what we had going on in the family and I spent a lot of time with my dad and we started talking like just everything and you know comrades came up and we'd worked out that between the two of us we had either been to, watched, or competed in the last 34 comrades. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah, like, that's pretty, like, I went to my first comrades when I was two months old. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we both kind of just had this moment where we're piecing it together, and it became this thing where it was something that we always would do every year. So once we immigrated, we'd watch it together every year. Um, and then, obviously, I went back to do it, and they came with and then for his 10, I was at everyone. So, oh. like, that is, you know, people kind of, you joke with your mates about, oh, you know. <laughs> but I have no problem saying that I'm a tragic. Like, um, <laughs> I know I remember growing up and I'd wear his club vest and watch old tapes oh. and I'd run around the block pretending I was Charles Mateus. That's why that episode <laughs> was quite special for me because yeah. that's who I wanted to be. I wanted to be Charles Mateus. That was, he was my... <laughs> Wayne's Bruce Fordyce um, and yeah so it was quite interesting I thought oh let me find out what people's inspiration is here and um, it's something that is part of everyone's life and everyone has a story um, you know so many common stories but uh, that's really mine and I think it will be forever in my life it, it's just something that's going to be there geez we've started a podcast about it who would have thought um, but yeah it, it's for me, it also means more than just running. And for people with the history of it, they know what I kind of mean there, that there's so many people that have been through health battles and then go and run comrades. Mm. People, you know, physical battles go and run comrades. And it, it's broken down barriers. It's not a cliche to say that on that day, it doesn't mean if you're a doctor, janitor, whatever, you can run that, right? Like that, I think that for us is why it is so special. Whereas so many other sports that we're all tragic about yeah it unites us but uh, you know it's still your it's not as pure you know your time is your time and um 
I just think it's one of those things. So that's why what my inspiration is. So if that kind of gives you guys a bit of a canvas to go off. Um, so Darren, you are second. So it is now your turn. <laughs> um, my inspiration. Well, you know, I, I didn't even know about comrades until Sandy um, kept talking about comrades. And <laughs> I was still getting used to Sandy's accent, let alone knowing <laughs> what the hell she was saying. And, and she asked as if we wanted to, you know, um, get into it. And, and of course, I waited until after the um, it was too late. And then I had to um, get a organise a ticket um, the difficult way. Um, but anyway, that that all is done and dusted, and the, it it's just become like a, a snowball. It's just um, at first I was just yeah, I'm going to go and do it. I'll train for it, whatever. And and I must have been really looking for something in my life because it's it's become everything and, and welcome to our club and, yeah, it's, it's like it's an addiction that that's good for you and um you know just like um, i'm training my absolute hardest for canberra but that's just so it can build for comrades mm. and I, I i don't really know what the huge the real motivation is except I, I like a big challenge, and um, it, it, it's, yeah, I, I like to be able to really um, take on something that I probably shouldn't and, and then conquer it, and, and that, that's my motivation, I would say, it's, um, something that I don't think I can do, and, and then you know, once I um, sort of convince myself I can do that, then I'm going for something a bit faster. Yeah. And, and so when Sandy said before, <laughs> are you just going to participate? And the answer would be no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put in 110%. And if that has me fail, well, so be it. And that'll be a, a long trip home on the plane. But, you know, it, it's, yeah, just that's not what I do. I won't turn up and just be part of it but but um of course there won't be any contention but i'll be doing my 100 percent best yeah um and, and and i think that's my motivation that's what i i love about it and i, I love you can talk comrades every day and it, and it doesn't it only annoys everybody else it doesn't annoy <laughs> me <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a uh, it, it was fantastic the other day. We did a, a park run and I was um, doing a warm-up with these three other guys who are part of a local team and and everything. And they said, oh, how many Ks do you do? We see you everywhere. Like, oh, oh, yeah, just training for comrades. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, out. That, that was funny. But, um, yeah, no, yeah. It, it's, it's a great thing. And, and you become a, a different person in just trying to achieve that one race, mm. you know. So, yeah, it's a fantastic thing. So that's enough motivation, really, and inspiration for me. That's awesome, Darren. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. 
You're just trusting us so blindly. Unless you've got to stay comfortable on the road, if that's the case, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Irwin, I know you wanted to say something. No, I'm just I'm, I'm laughing. You said you're trusting us so blindly. Uh, <laughs> Jackie? Because that's so funny because one, mine is one of peer pressure. So that's not... <laughs> so if if you are a running Joe Rook, you join a running club, you're not a real runner until your own comrades, right? So I joined a running club. I was very naive and all I wanted to run, I wanted to do a marathon. And then I saw this picture of um, the, the Cape Town, the two oceans, and I was like, I need to do that. So that was my goal. And I finished that, I survived. And I said, well, if I survive that and I'm fit enough, I might as well go do comrades because, you know, you don't know what's going to happen next year. So it was never one of, I want to do this race or it was just a progression. Um, it was something I never thought I'd do when I was younger. It was something I was forced to watch. Um, I learned to braid my hair watching it. I was always at a friend's house because it was a public holiday. Um, so, yeah, you know, it was... When I told Justin that I wanted to run it, he got so worried because he said, you're going to look like Biltong. Like, you're going to be one of those runners that, like, you are so skinny. And, and here I am. I do look skinny now. But, you know, he was, <laughs> he, he was, he was really um, worried. And, um, of course, you know, one, it was my birthday. And um, my running buddy at the time, we were in the smoking section. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd ordered a shooter and we said, let's run comrades. Let's go do something crazy. So we entered it and um, and I'm just so happy I did because, you know, I wasn't ready for the journey until you actually do the journey. And once you've done it, um, you just realize how awesome it is and how you're connected to all the other runners. And even this morning, I ran past a guy and he gave me the two fingers up and I was like, he he's run comrades. Like it's that, it's that like salute. You know, and um, it, you will always be connected to where your comrades cap, you'll know someone. And um, I'm just so glad that I found it. Like comrades didn't find me. Like, I found I found it along the way and um, just through, you know, um, an adventure and, um, you know, like pure cockiness in a way. And um, it's forever changed my life. So, um, yeah, like I just love the race and it'll forever change your race. You will be a different person when you start it at the end of your first comrades you will be a changed person it's like a metamorphosis i promise you you would get i knew we'd get one shot glass story i knew it but all right. <laughs> <laughs> go on sandy level up because i reckon you've got a decent run <laughs> yeah no i i have pretty much got um not quite a, a two-month-old story like yours, Irwin, but I was six um, and I'd met, we'd, I'd just started school and had a school friend whose uncle ran comrades. So, I mean, who knew what, at six years old, I didn't even really know much what it was, but we didn't go, we didn't have TV yet and we didn't have I mean, it just sounds so weird, but yes, at six, there was no TV. And of course, we didn't take the trip to Durban. I think only he went down. And um, so we, but we listened to it on the radio. And it was absolutely no different to how it is now. So you get the whole 
Chariots of Fire theme, and then the cock a doodle doo, and then the gun shot. <laughs> and I can remember it as clear as daylight. And we listened to this event that I had no, I had no clue about on the radio. And I mean, that's now 1972. That's how long ago it was. And I remember as a little girl thinking, oh, I want to do that run one day. And wow. that was where my journey started. So I, we grew up, then eventually got TV about 10 years old, but grew up pretty much watching all the greats. So Alan Robb, I mean, I got my green number from Alan Robb because I was I can't even tell you how excited I was because I'd watched Alan running the streets of Germiston where I grew up. Uh, so all his comrades' training was right in my neighborhood. And this man used to run around there like, Darren, you say people see you running around here all over the place. I used to see Alan Rob like in his red socks. He always wore long red socks. And it was just that's that's how I grew up watching these runners and then I was at I started at Maritzburg I was at university in Peter Maritzburg and it was the down run 1986 and I remember all my uni friends weren't bothered at all and but I was like my word I'm actually here I can actually get up and watch the start of this race so we I didn't go to the start because then they ran straight past where our race was and that was would have been about one, maybe one and a half k's in, and that specifically was 1986. And Bruce Gordas went on to win that year in a record time of 5:24. That was that year, and I'd actually seen him come past because he had won a couple by then. And you know that blonde hair going past in the wind, and I, you know, so that was my journey. And then I, I got into my late 30s, and I thought, well, it's never gonna, it's it's never going to happen for me. It's just too late, you know. And and then one night, and sorry to disappoint you, Irwin, but then we were having a big party. <laughs> and, and there was a, a guy there that had done comrades, and he convinced me in this sort of, you know, having good few drinks, that it's never too late to run comrades. And I was like, oh, but, you know, and he said, no, you just start training. And that was it. The rest is history. So, I mean, here I am, 11 comrades down and 18 years later running and, and I'm still here. So, I, you know, for me, it was like a complete journey from six years old to I think when I ran my first one, I was 39. So it was a 33 years of a dream that eventually came to life. So, yeah, that's uh, I suppose I was inspired from a young child the very first time I was exposed uh, uh, to come yeah and the accessibility I think that's one difference in this kind of race where you know your big marathons and fast marathoners don't really go to the club environment right like but no. comrades is a race where the the elite people were turning up to the time trial like I remember yes. Thursday, I mentioned before Thursday nights you had Hill and Luca turning up to the savages and um, local club time trial like that because they had no one else to train with. So they would turn up yeah. there and then run against yeah. Blanche and great. Like yeah. that's, then you know, till to till. And whereas right. in the marathon world, the 205 guys is not hanging out with the four hour guy at the bar on a Thursday night. And 
I think your story with Ellen Rob being so accessible, it's why it's so different and it captures a nation, yeah. let's say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's just an, it's, it's a it's a whole culture of its own, isn't it? I mean, it's, um, you know, it's a, yeah, every, everybody used to just stop on that day. You know, whenever that day comes, it's, it's all about comrades. So... Mm. What an amazing event to have. So just before Wayne finishes off, because I know then he'll have the wise words at the end, so maybe we could think about this afterwards but or, or on another episode, but why did they not make comrades, the people who started it, just add in 10K somewhere along the line and make it a 100K <laughs> race? Because by now I could have done 1,100 kilometers. <laughs> Instead, oh. I've never done a hundred k's in my life. <laughs> well, it keeps feeling. getting longer. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it keeps getting longer. Just take the longer, just take the wider line on the on the road, Sandy, and it'll be fine. <laughs> it's just somebody said to me the other day, "Have you ever thought of just running an extra ten at the end of Comrades?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> and I thought, "What if you know what? If it was a hundred k race, we would have done it." Simple. That's something Erin would do. She would round it up uh, and continue to run. Funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so that's, that's my story. Cool. All right, Wayne, finish it off. Well, Sandy, I've never also, I can say the same thing. I've never run 100K, and that's why I'm desperate to do one. <laughs> yes, for <laughs> to sure. Take that off. No, my, mine is, is fairly simple. Um, it actually, Erwin had come back from my days in boarding school because my middle school years were boarding school. And in boarding school, we had two teachers who ran comrades. Uh, I can tell you that ah. Mr. clearly I know their names. Um, and these guys, when you look at, um, I still remember their times, uh, they, they, they just, just about broke 11 hours, which was the cut of time at the time. Um, and Mr. Beaton had done it uh, a number of years, uh, four or five years. And this guy was just classified as legend, as legend. Uh, and when I look today at these times, his times were nothing, you know, he's running close to 11 hours, but he was legend and everyone saw him as that. That's the way I saw him. And we all aspired. We said one day we'd love to do it. And we saw his commitment and how he trained and worked towards that. And, and, and he tried to obviously share the story. But the, but, but the little, you know, that, that match was lit uh, just from seeing that. And then, of course, growing up every year through the 80s, that's when I was obviously starting high school uh, and into the 90s, uh, seeing Bruce Fordyce dominate, and I used to just watch him. Um, such a craftsman, um, just just the way he executed. You never saw him in the first half, and then bang in the second half. he just cleaned them up. he just chew them up and spit them out. And I always said one day I'd love to, I'd love to, because you learn from the best. That's the way you do it. So you always try and chew their brain. And this is, my point will lead to that is that when I finished, or just coming out of school, I said, till this day, I have four, there are five of us, three of close friends. We're best of friends. We're like brothers. We can call each other at any time of the day. We've always been there. We're like real close brothers. And we all put down commitments. And each one of us had said uh, what we'd like to do and what we'd like to achieve in life. Uh, we'd like to do this, that, 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 and that. And mine was to run <laughs> 10 comrades marathons. And... <laughs> 
all my buddies who second me on the route when it, for every year from 2013 to 2019. They all there for me. That's why I, I cried wow. like a pork chop when I, I ran my last one, you know, because these dudes are there for me and people don't know it, but they, they've been there for me. But what it is, the story is that um, the four of them haven't achieved what they set out to do. Mm. And I'm the only one that's on track to achieve mm. that. And because of that, especially the last two or three years, we planned on a huge, in 2020, we planned on a huge, <laughs> it was a huge party and we, we had booked out a venue and we had like 300 guests coming for my 10th <laughs> number. It, it was a huge thing that never took mm. place. But that mm. is still alive because we believe we still want to put it together, you know, uh, just because mm. the five of us dared to dream and the one of us, um, with a bit of luck, we'll get through it, you know. And, <laughs> still dreaming. <laughs> it's still dreaming. And that's why when you hear me talk and you hear me talk, it's it's a little boy inside of me that's talking and saying, I want to achieve this. Going back to this year, I'll tell you a story. When I, I, I tried Comrades at a younger age, and I didn't have much success, struggled with the first one, didn't finish, struggled through the next two, and, and I'd lost hope. But then the same teacher that ran in, in, in high school that, that inspired me. He said to me, Wayne, what you need to learn is how to do it. And if ever you get a chance, talk to someone you admire who does comrades and ask them what's the secret. I said, okay, okay. So in 2013, I still remember it was one of the hottest years in Upran. And mm -hmm. I did it, but I, I bonked like mad, but I finished it and I, and I had a great run with all the work I put in. Cut a long story short, the next year, Digger organized the pre-party where you meet all the champions at the dinner. And that's where I first met Bruce Fordyce. And I caught him in a corner. And I said to him, Bruce, you've been such an inspiration. He took a photo, he spoke to me. But I said to him, can I just ask you, can you tell me anything that will inspire me to try and achieve the best I can from myself in Comrades and try and become someone better and try and, try and live up to the legacy that I'm, I, I put out for myself? And his words to me were, why not? He says, inside of you, there's something that only you can, can light. So yes, I can inspire, but you have to put the commitment in. You put the dedication, you put the hard work. And of course, with all that, it will come. But to all of it, you need to become an inspiration to others to follow. I didn't get it. <laughs> but obviously, mm. as time went on, I knew what he was talking about. And as time's going on, I meet so many younger people and older people and first-timers who come to me and say, hey, how do we do it? How do we inspire? How do we? And I can pass on the same knowledge to them. And like I said, my story, it's, it's fairly simple. Again, Bruce Fordyce is my all-time. To me, you ask me who my two heroes, it's Nelson Mandela and Bruce Fordyce. <laughs> <laughs> Those two to me are, are absolute, have given me so much hope, have given me so much, so much to dream and believe in. And of course, to my four buddies who I know will be listening to this, when I achieve this goal at the end of August, I know that that's going to be inspiration, not just to me, but to the four of you, because we dream together and I know we'll achieve it uh, together. You know, these same four buddies, I know have always been there for me and that's what it's about. And, you know, the biggest form of all of it is that we all were kids and all these kids look to me now, Sandy, they look to me, Owen, they look to me and say, Hey, Uncle Wayne, you're an inspiration. Now look at them and say, shut up, <laughs> you know. But, <laughs> but to hear them uh, say that, 
mean so much. So obviously that bit of legacy to me, if that's a little bit I can leave behind, it'll mean mean the work. And, and again, if you, <laughs> without giving away too much, my little hall of fame at home, my wall of fame at home is just missing my green number and my, my little pictures to go with it, which will be complete. And then I'll be complete as, as a human being, I'll be complete. That's how much it means to me, Darren. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my story in in a nutshell. Nice. Mm. Well, I think that's yes. a perfect way to finish it. Hey? Beautiful. <laughs> First of the year, thirty mm. eighth of the series, <laughs> and a few more to go. So that is February. Hope you enjoy it. I think we've got you covered for a couple of runs this this week, anyway. Um, and then <laughs> we'll be back to speak. Well, I suppose we'll hear from. Wayne and Jackie pre or post runified 50. So, yeah, yeah good luck, guys. Exciting. If we don't, uh, catch you, but I think we'll that's us. The flag. Done, hey? Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, you guys. Happy cool. training, everyone. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.